As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. If someone that knew you very well, someone in your family, someone in your church family, had to name you, and the name they assigned to you uh, is descriptive of your character, what would they name you? Uh, what would they call you? What would they say about you? Uh, I want to do something a little different today. We have come to the last two verses of Acts chapter 4, and instead of just breezing over uh, these verses and briefly touching on the man mentioned in them, I want to pause, and I want to spend a little time talking to you about one of our brothers in Christ, a, a fellow family member. His name is Barnabas, Brother Barnabas. I'd like you to get acquainted with him. You know you're going to meet him in heaven someday. That's going to be exciting. But we meet him on the pages of Holy Scripture repeatedly. In fact, did you know that Barnabas is mentioned 29 times in the New Testament? That's fascinating to me. And here is the first mention of this good man. And when I say good, I know the Bible says there's none good, no, not one. Uh, in me, that is, in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. I don't mean by that that he was good in and of himself. No, he was a sinner like the rest of us. I'll show you that in just a moment. But Barnabas was so full of Jesus that he was full of goodness. You see, if there's any good thing in any of us, it must be Christ. And Barnabas in Scripture is actually identified as a good man. It uses that very word. He was a good man. The only way you can say that someone is really a good man or a good woman is if Christ is working in and through their life because the only good thing in any of us is the Lord Jesus. Here's the first mention, Acts chapter 4, verse 36 and 37. The Bible says, And Joseph, who by the apostles was surnamed Barnabas, and then in parentheses it says, which is, being interpreted, the son of consolation, a Levite and of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it, and brought the money, and laid it at the apostles' feet. So what do we know about this man? Well, we know that his name actually is Joseph. So he was not born uh, Barnabas. Uh, this is a beautiful picture, I think, because uh, what had transformed this man's life was the fact not that he had been born, but he had been born again. And so we know who his earthly uh, family may be and the connection as a Levite. But spiritually, he's a member of the family of God his heart has been radically changed by the love of Jesus Christ, so much so that they stopped calling him Joseph and they surnamed him Barnabas. All through Scripture, when, when God or God's people renamed someone, it was always significant. For example, Abraham, high father, uh, or excuse me, Abram, rather, high father. God says, no, you're going to be Abraham, father of many nations. A very definite change. Uh, in the name. Or uh, Jacob, supplanter, deceiver. No, you're going to be Israel, a prince with God. Uh, Saul himself, Saul of Tarsus, uh, was never, at least in Scripture, commanded to change his name, but he does. And he begins going by Paul. 
and I believe there's a significance in it. You should look up the meaning of the name Saul, the meaning of the name Paul. It reveals a definite humility in this man. His heart has changed. He changes his name accordingly. So this man, whose name is Joseph, is now named Barnabas. And we're told in the verse uh, that this name means the son of consolation. What do we know about this man? In a word, he was an encourager. He was a helper. He was not the most famous man in the book of Acts. In fact, he's almost always mentioned with someone else. Uh, Usually, he's mentioned with the Apostle Paul, who was a much more prominent character. He also is not the main speaker. For example, in Acts chapter 14, verse number 12, uh, Paul and Barnabas are together, and it's very plain that Paul was the chief speaker. He was really the spokesman of the group. In fact, I would challenge you to read through the book of Acts. Best I can tell, there are no recorded words of Barnabas. That's fascinating. It doesn't mean he didn't speak. I'm sure he spoke. And he spoke about the Lord because he was a gospel witness. But this was a man who was a man of action. In the words of 1 John 3, 18, he did not love in word. He loved in deed and in truth. He was a man who was captured by Calvary, captured by the love of God and consumed with showing that love to other people. Now, I want to tell you this, and I think this is very important. He was not a perfect man. You know, sometimes we put people on pedestals. We do that today. We do that even with people in Scripture or in history. But Galatians chapter 2 specifically names Barnabas as someone who was carried away uh, with a certain hypocrisy at a time, carried away with their dissimulation. And so Barnabas was not a, a perfect man, and I say that because I think it's important to remember that good men are not perfect men, uh, that encouragers are not always right, that helpers do not always make the right choice. We're all sinners. But the one dominant thing that we know about Barnabas, the thing the Holy Spirit impresses again and again and again, and we'll come back in the next study, I'll show you this through the New Testament, is that this man truly was a helper. I think that's what makes him so much like the Lord. Who is the Lord Jesus? Hebrews chapter 13, verse number 6, The Lord, my helper. Jesus is always helping. Isn't he always helping? And I think God's children are most like the Father when they're helping. Uh, Who is the Holy Spirit? Jesus said the Holy Spirit's going to come. He's going to help you. He is the one called alongside to help. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 28, what's one of the spiritual gifts that God gives to the church? The ministry and the gift of helps. That's who Barnabas was. And I don't know about you, but just that example encourages me. Not everybody can be Paul. Only Paul can be Paul. But everybody could be a a Barnabas. Uh, You you may not be the pastor of the church, but you could be Brother Barnabas in the congregation. You could be a helper. You could be an encourager. Uh, This word consolation literally means to call alongside. It's like I'm going to come alongside you in this. I'm not going to let you walk alone in this. It's used 140 times in the New Testament. and, And it's also found in Scripture, this exact same word, is the word comfort or the word help. It's the same root word that is used, you got it, for the comforter, the Holy Spirit. You see, a mark of a spirit-filled man is his desire to help others. When people say they know the Holy Spirit and they're yielded to the Holy Spirit and they're filled with the Holy Spirit, but they're all about themselves, they're actually revealing they are not spiritual people because spiritual people do not live for themselves. They live to minister to others around them. You see, it's not us. It's the Holy Spirit in us. 
It actually is not Barnabas. It's the Holy Spirit in Barnabas. Brother Barnabas was a good man. He was God's man. Uh, He was a great help and encouragement uh, to the church because he was a man who was filled with the Holy Spirit of God and consumed with the love of the Lord. Would you pray today that God would make you a Barnabas, an encourager, a son of consolation? He was a Levite. He was of the country of Cyprus. Would you just pray that whatever your background and wherever you live, that right there with those people, God will make you one of his ministers of encouragement. God will make you one of his helpers today. Father, in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, I pray, help us to be like Barnabas today. In fact, Lord, help us to be like Jesus. Help us to be helpers. Encourage us to be encouragers. Fill us with your love and help us show it today. May the Comforter make us a great consolation to all those around us. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through his Holy Spirit, drawing people to himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, we hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts. Acts.